Hi there, and welcome to JK We Are Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I'm the magician master of this podcast. What's a magician master, you ask? Oh, you didn't ask? Oh, you want me to go away? All right, I'm leaving. Hello, everybody. My name is Nadine Kuhn, and I play Cecily. Cecily is a pixie elf with wings that don't fly, but no worries. She has other problems, too. And it seems like more problems are currently in front of her. By the way, what's a magician master, Michael? <laughs> well, a magician master. No, no, now we're going. Let's, let's keep it rolling. Thank you for that. Hi, guys. It's me, Lucas Fischer, and I play, of course, Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And all that Jasper wants is try and find a place to belong. And also, right now, he's looking forward that maybe the Taco Tuesday could be in danger because of what happens at the School of Nodrach. So, uh, no. yeah, I'm sure that we can help him. That no. Is truly the worst of timelines. No more Taco Tuesday. No more possibilities to be friends, any other shields. Oh, no. Ah, uh, something else you want to add, Michael, just to make sure? As a magician master, it's my job to make up stories, come up with right, adventure arcs. So. Hi there, I'm Sebastian Kinder, <laughs> and I play Eric Miller, a musician magician with a troubled past. Uh, See, people forget who he is. So far, it hasn't been useful once. <laughs> like, he tries to be remembered. So I kind of guess it's good. Kind of the plan works. Let's just hope that not the entire uh, school is going to disappear into nothingness. That would be good. Oh, that's a good arc. <laughs> Quickly changes notes. Um <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to JK. We are rolling. And, uh, the, you know, the way that I'm feeling like there's new listeners today, so I'm just like re-explaining things. The way that we usually start off this podcast is I ask some of our fine folks here, our players, a few questions, which they answer as themselves or in character, whatever the situation kind of calls for. But so we can get to know them and their characters a little bit better, feel all warm and comfy cozy before we even begin the adventure. And I'm going to start a little segment now for at least the next few episodes that I call Rapid Fire Stuff. Um, it, <laughs> rapid, rapid. I, I'm very confused. Rapid Fire Stuff. Okay, got it. Rapid Fire Realness stuff. Uh, is the official title. I should have thought about it before. <laughs> and uh, this is just going to be rapid fire questions for all of our characters here. So I'm going to ask y'all to get into character as Eric, Jasper, and Sassley to answer the questions. All right. Bring it. Okay. I'm slightly wondering, but fine. <laughs> and I have different... I'm already waiting. Did we start already? Different questions for everybody. And there's going to be... A few episodes of this, so uh, until I get bored of doing it. Do we all enter at the same time? No. I don't understand. No. It's like rapid and like very fast. I don't understand. Just to make sure we don't answer at the same time, right? Eric, we need to listen to him, I think. Is the question asked? Green. (laughs) Okay, so Sassley, you're up first. Are you ready for these rapid fire realness? Is Totally ready. I'm realness and everything and rapid. And rapid. And here we go. Sassley, what's your favorite day of the week? It's Monday. <laughs> What's your favorite city besides the one that you live in? What? What? what I don't understand. I don't have favorite. Your favorite city? It's Schimmerheim. Schimmerheim. I find it cool because they have cool stuff. Uh, what? What nickname did your parents used to call you? Sass. 
<laughs> Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? My answer is yes. Um. <laughs> okay, perfect. Sassley, your turn's over. Please, can we go to Jasper? Jasper, are you ready? Um, maybe. Jasper, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Mm, 17 and a half minutes. That's precise. Uh, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver are you? Well, I destroyed the first car almost, but now I can drive it. Would be a 10. I like that. I go with 9. <laughs> 9, okay. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is... Gorgeous. Who is that? Who? <laughs> uh, at what age do you want to retire? 17 and a half. Oh, that's old. 17 and a <laughs> half. Okay, early retirement. <laughs> Would you rather have invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. <laughs> All right. You know what happened the last time you were invisible? Yes, I wasn't super strong, so I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, are you ready? Um, I suppose. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? No. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? No comments are made, no words are spoken. 11. <laughs> no, that good. Uh, Ariel or Jasmine? Ooh, 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 ooh. Ah, uh, mm, I mean, I don't know, but I guess Jasmine? The answer is Leela. You failed your uh, question. <laughs> She's right all questions from Leela. <laughs> Who was Eric's first? That's so funny. Who was Eric's first celebrity crush? Um, let's not talk about that here. Let's just put the pillow on this question and hide it somewhere. <laughs> uh, dawn or dusk? Ooh, dawn. Dawn. Okay, that's it. Good job, everybody. Uh, Leela's been furiously taking notes in the corner. You're, you're fine, Leela. They're, they're done. Okay, guys, I'll be back later. I didn't. It's fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good job, everybody. That's our first round of rapid file realness. I can't say it. I've never said it right once, but let's let's hone back in on the story. And if you are a first time listener, like me, lucky you were heading in. <laughs> like lucas um welcome you are coming in at a fantastic time because we are about to re-enter the school of neudrachenberg for the first time in what feels like a, a really long time uh it's only been a few days but it feels like it's been much longer but it's monday morning um you've certainly already missed some class time but you've arrived at the castle of neudrachenberg all does not seem well, shadowy chicken-like creatures called hengrays surround the barrier to the school, and the once perfect weather is now gray and gloomy, and the mists that surround the forest of the school writhe and twist in shadowy forms just out of sight. So it's probably fine, and uh, I, I think it's going to go well, but I can't wait to find out. So, Without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. Yuval Arkanel's attack on Jasper's house was over, and we had managed to drive off the attackers. We barely saved Jasper's mom, but I guess she was doing okay now. We tied up the cultists we call Ladybug and... Okay, I took a quick nap, but so did Anna. Once we were all ready, we began to question her and probed her mind with magic. 
I immediately discovered in her mind a memory of a meeting with Knecht Ruprecht, Juwel and Flip McCool. Knecht seemed to be confirming that he had the amulet of intention with his followers. I tried to discover more about Flip from her, but wasn't successful. But with a final mind reading and questioning her in person, we discovered her dedication to the Einatzerin was absolute. She gave us a bit of information about Knecht's workshop, that the Einatzerin, who are being initiated, go there and help him build twisted inventions. Anyway, Anna Kasper drove all of us to the small magical community of Sprockhövel, so we could turn Ladybug over to the magical police. She nearly escaped. But I managed to find the police office in time and Officer Clever Toledo unleashed his buck off on her. Before long, Ladybug was in magical inhibitor handcuffs and we were saying goodbye to Jasper's parents. Officer Toledo drove us to Neudrachenberg on the Inkantobahn and before long we were standing at the entrance to our school. But the castle was quiet. It was stormy and dark. The area seems strange now and shadowy creatures wait just outside the protective boundaries. Hopefully what awaits us isn't too cruel for school. So, there you are. You all stand directly in front of the boundary to Neudrachenberg School. So you're standing, there's the river and there's a bridge that crosses the river. This is the bridge where on the Neudrachenberg side of the bridge, there are these two large rune-covered stones which you have investigated before. They seem to shine with blue light that matches that of the foundation stone. So you're standing on the other side of this bridge. A few meters away from this, this path leads up to the bridge and you are standing there right at the edge of the boundary. You are hesitant to enter because the school looks very different from how you've seen it before. It always was this cheerful shade of kind of tan stone, tan slate looking stone with these iridescent shining green tops of the castle, the roofing. When the sun is gone and with these dark swirling gloomy clouds now trapped inside the boundaries of Neutrachenberg, the iridescent shine is dark instead. The happy tan shade of the stone seems darker and less full of light. That was a stupid sentence. Darker and less full of light. Yes, both of those things. The grounds are eerie and silent. And here and there you do spot a, a student hurrying, maybe inside or outside of the castle. It seems like it doesn't seem like the castle is abandoned, but there's nobody hanging out on the lawn. There's nobody taking a free period. Nobody's, you know, playing near the river. It seems like a somber place, the castle. And you notice that these hengrey, these strange, small, shadowy, chicken-like creatures are hanging out around the periphery of this boundary, not able to enter, but for some reason gathering there. As you are about to enter, and take your first step onto the school grounds. Jasper, you hear a voice from your pocket. Hello? <laughs> hey, hello? Is this thing on? It's Yazzie. It's Yazzie. Hello? Look up. Look up. Hello? Shh, calm down. Shared calm down. Jasper? And Jasper got it out. Uh, hi? Ho, oh, oh, hi. Um, uh, how are you? How are you three? Is uh, uh, everything okay? Where are you right now? Well, we are good. We we just we just came back to Neudrachenberg, but 
guys, it looks like it, it seems a bit different than the last time we left it. Seems like there's a lot of trouble going on and I'm kind of afraid when we go in, something's really gonna happen. What, what's going on there? But first of all, like, guys, the weather, it was never like this before. It looks depressing and, and quite, quite scary. Yeah, rather dark, to be honest. Oh, that's not supposed to happen there. Cecily tells him everything that happened um, till now, like up till now, everything that happened in the house and um, with the ladybug and everything. Whoa, you kind of buried the lead there. I, I, you should have led with all that. That, that is really intense. You were attacked, but everybody is healthy. Everybody's okay. So far. We're all good. We're all fine. Did you hear anything from Mildo? No, no word from her. But I'm, of course, I'm uh, sad to hear that you aren't heading to join me. But given everything that's happened, I can understand your desire to be in Neutrachenberg right now. Uh, since it had been over 24 hours since we spoke, I wanted to check in. And it's a good thing that I did. Just to let you know, I'm uh, camped outside my my home where my clan is. And uh, if you guys are going to be... Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would think that you at least need another week at the castle before you can get out if you're resuming your studies. So um, maybe I'll go ahead and head into my clan and try to see what's going on there before you join me. So no pressure to join me. You just, just keep me updated on what's going on. And you make sure that you are doing good, okay? Yeah. Oh, um... I had a thought. I Ooh. remembered something. My understanding of how the Shadow Realm works is that, uh, I mean, given how the, the Great Hunt has happened in the past, I am pretty sure that Shadow Realm creatures can just come over to the Material Realm and that Material Realm people can just cross over to the Shadow Realm. So... I was confused by this ritual that you described to me uh, in Shimmerheim, but I had a thought. Uh-huh. As you know, the material realm is a bit poisonous to shadow realm creatures, and the shadow realm is a bit poisonous to material realm creatures. I mean, I guess you've seen how the shadow realm can affect material realm people. It's not always in the same way, but it's in really strange ways, and it's not really safe. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you've seen those Einheits, Aaron. They, they're looking pretty weird. They look, they look real messed up. Mm-hmm. My thought was, what if this ritual that they have been doing, who knows, I guess in multiple places, if they said they have armies of Crampine that have been waiting around for maybe years, that this ritual stabilizes the Shadow Realm creatures while they're in the Material Realm. So it allows them to be there with no bad effects. Whereas if you or I were to go into the Shadow Realm, we would at first be affected in strange ways and then slowly over time get weaker and weaker. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I think that ritual might be, is kind of a stabilizing ritual. All right. See, so in order if we ever want to go to the, to the Shadow Realm, we have to make that ritual so that we don't change ourselves. Get it, noted it, we'll never forget it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that might be one way around it. I guess those Zvergish that were going to the Shadow Realm actually might be okay because they've been stabilized as well, if my theory is correct. Both creatures would then be stabilized for the other realm. It's like if you're a magnet and you've had your polarity switched. So, yeah, I think you're right, Sassly. You might be able to use that ritual to stabilize yourselves if you wanted to. Might be dangerous, though. If I remember how that ritual goes. Mm. Well, that's the thing. We don't know much about it. And also, you would need to have a Shadow Realm creature on the other side that you would switch places with. So... Um, is that for? Yes. Are headless chickens part of the Shadow Realm? You mean, uh, like, you? oh, you mean Hengrey? Yeah, maybe. We have some here. Around the Drachenberg? Yes. Yeah, they have their beaks on their necks. They do have their beaks on their necks. That's true. Yes. Well, they are shadow creatures, but... They have to be on the other side. Hmm. They're not heavily affected by the material realm. Not as heavily as some bigger creatures would be. But yes, over time, the material realm is dangerous for them. It's kind of like if an Elbedrich makes its way over to the shadow realm. It would last a lot longer than you or I would. I don't know if this is about how intelligence is connected to magic or if it's just about the size of the creature, but Hengrey are not uncommon to see in the material realm. They can make it over here and stay for many years, but eventually the material realm will eat away at their essence and they'll disappear. But the thing is, they're really stupid, so they probably don't realize that. They are not a danger to us? No, I, I wouldn't think so. It's only strange that they're around Neujachenberg because they don't have anything to gain from being there. I mean, there might always be like a small group of them maybe in the woods just eating, but the only reason that they would be around Neujachenberg is if one of their flock got in somehow, because of course there's a lot of untouched feeding ground in there for them so it might look interesting but why would they try if they can't enter but if they've been able to enter recently then maybe they're trying to maybe one slipped through maybe so hmm. that would be bad that would mean that the boundaries of neutrachenberg have been weakening even further or more often hmm. we'll need to check on that we have to tell someone i would say so well i guess most of the Others inside the castle already know what's going on outside, so not really many people to tell, Jasper. Well, here's no one outside. We have to look for them. Yeah, it looks like they're locked up somewhere and they can't really come out. <gasps> it was Ender again. It was him. I doubt that. We need to get inside before we jump to conclusions there. Yes. Hey, Yezzy, if we ever need help, how can we reach you? Just trying to call you? Yeah, the stone should still work fine inside the castle. How long will it take until you're here? Mm, going at my fastest animal form, I could be there within a day. You better start already moving. I feel like something's going on and we will not be able to stop it soon. Could we be a little bit more optimistic? Maybe? Just maybe? Let me know if things get out of hand. I mean, uh, I'm trying to build an army to fight this cramping army here with... But if you think it's more important for me to join you and things get too heavy, let me know. I will come. You know I will. Don't you worry. All right. All right. Oh, but I won't be able to get into the castle grounds unless you're able to drop the boundary for me to get in. I can't get past the barrier unless some unless 
it breaks. How do you break the barrier? Do we have to go to the foundation stone in Ross Ehrenman's office and break it? I don't know how to break it. That's the problem. I don't know how these Shadow Realm creatures have been slipping in. But on your first day of school, when all that bad stuff went down, the boundary did break for a second, which is how I got in. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Yezzy. All right. Have a nice fight and um, fight uh, and build up your army. Good luck. Say hi to everyone. We will keep in touch. Bye. Hang up, Jasper. We need to do stuff. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about you on my side. And I, just... I think he was done. And Jasper puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> you're, you're standing at the, at the boundary to the castle. And uh, where do you want to go? Or what do you want to do? Guys, I really think we should look for someone. Like anyone. And see what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. What do you think? The common room? Maybe first. Or maybe the cafeteria. I mean, what time is it? You you know what? Let's check on our room first. Oh, yeah, maybe. Before we go in, I would like to do party trick. And is, is that possible? Try to make these items that I have in my pockets, like the copy of the amulet and the purple crystal and the other touchstone, can I make them invisible? You can create basically with your, this is, hello everyone, this is Satsley's master skill. So if you can fit all of those items into one pocket and basically create an invisible illusion in that pocket. Or can I just make a, an invisible bag where I put them in? You could carry an invisible bag, but you would need a bag for that. I would say that you could easily... The only item that you're going to have trouble fitting in the same pocket as other items is the purple crystal, the, the purple diamond. So you can choose to either make the diamond invisible or you can choose to make the touchstone, the blue touchstone and the amulet. How big is that crystal? I thought it's a small one. It's bigger than your fist. If you put one fist on top of an, like another fist, it's kind of that size. It's in my mind, you've been hiding it in an inside pocket of your karate gi so i have a hard time believing you would fit all of those items comfortably into one pocket but you're right if you had like if you managed to get a small sack or something you could then put everything inside that bag jasper you have a bag right the messenger bag i still have can you give that to me because it has to be close to me always in my reach so that i make everything invisible in there the thing is what i have to put the things outside of my bag which aren't that many i can you know carry it by myself or can we just put it all together in one bag i wonder if it makes sense to have it all together because then if someone steals it all is gone or if everyone should hold on to what they have uh yeah you, you can have it i mean the only thing i have inside the messenger bag i think right now is like my witty wizard book yeah i mean i think you've been keeping the yellow touchstone in there or maybe you've been keeping that in a pocket you have your practitioner's peppers vial but that you can easily keep on your person so the only thing that you've been using the bag for is the book. Mm -hmm. Then, then Sassley will have your book. <laughs> well, Sassley, if it helps you, uh, I can give you my bag. But be careful because, like, the most important thing is inside it. You can also just carry the book. I don't mind. It's heavy anyway. No, I don't want to. Okay, then I keep it and then I will do this. I will put everything in this bag and make that bag invisible. Ooh. How do I do that, Michael? Party trick! Like that, and then <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> yes, when it goes to your master skills, you just have to tell me that you've activated them. They happen automatically. If we're in battle, most of the time they don't even use an action. They're kind of your like freebies. I activate it. Boom. Okay, so you all watch as uh, 
Sassley takes Jasper's bag. And maybe later you could give Jasper back his bag and his book if you find a backpack or something. Jasper hates backpacks, but you don't hate backpacks. So Mm -hmm. that's an option. For now, you take Jasper's bag and book and you put inside of it your ruby, your diamond, and your blue touchstone. Keep in mind, this means you will not feel if the blue touchstone is vibrating. Do you want the blue touchstone in the bag? In the pocket, then. Okay, so the blue touchstone you leave out, but the other two things you put in the bag. And the two of you watch as Sassley moves her hand over the bag and it disappears as if it's not on her at all. Wow, that's fancy. I never liked the color anyway, so that's an improvement. Thank you. It's still a little heavy. There is the strap of the bag, Sassley, which goes around your shoulder and body, like around the back of you. That will not be covered. So if someone's looking, I don't know why they would. (laughs) I think the bag hangs at about your hip. So I will make the thing super small that I have it on one side. I think I will. I will rule that you barely managed to get this covered then, but that it's possible. But people can still investigate you because there will be slight weird displacements on your clothing, you know, like people can see the clothes being pushed down. But unless someone's looking for it, they won't see it. The bag disappears and you may enter the school. So did I hear you say you were going to go to your homeroom first? So the three of you head inside the castle. You step through the boundary easily. Little Hengray bouncing after your feet. One of them tries to walk in. Bounces a few (laughs) inches back. Really not intelligent creatures there. It gets back up and starts toddling back around. But you continue in. You make your way over the bridge, past the lawn, over the drawbridge, into the main entrance, the main hallway. And... Here you see more signs of life, students coming from the main dining hall from the upper level, but still everybody seems a bit more reserved. I mean, you know, students are students. They're, they're talking to each other. They're in groups. You don't see anybody that you immediately recognize. Most of the first years are going to be in class right now. You continue through this area and head down to the Shieldless Domain, as it was recently renamed. As you reach to your quarters, you notice something immediately. Someone is waiting for you there, but what you notice immediately is that the doorframe of your quarters seems to be blasted with black marks as if there was an explosion there. The hinges of the door and the door itself are different, as if they've been replaced and reinforced with additional locks. The person who is waiting for you is sitting in a chair, and that is Peggy Sheffin. She stands and rubs her eyes as you approach, looks up and sees that it's you. You. You three. You're here. You're here. She rushes to you. Eric, uh, she takes you by the shoulders. We weren't sure after the three agents all took off last Friday. Oh. We assumed they would just grab you and bring you back to school, but then no one returned. Ross has been trying to follow up, but we weren't sure where you were. We can't get in touch with Mildred. And then she straightens up. Then things got bad here at the castle. Are you okay? He, he, he looks past her towards the door, 
not shortly to her comment of things have been getting bad here. Um, we are good so far. Yeah, we are pickety boo. It was a, 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 a tough time, I have to say. We fought a lot and a lot of stuff happened, but I think you should talk to us first and tell us what happened here. Are you okay, Miss Chaffin? I'm just fine. Thank you for your concern, but... Thank you. I need to return to my class. You three need to come with me immediately. Uh, hold on, hold on. Why were, why were you sitting here? Were you sitting here all the time? Did you wait for us here? We're taking turns, but I was hoping that you would return. It's been usually me waiting. I have, as the custodian of the grounds, I have a little more free time than others do. Also, she leans closer to you. I am entrusted with a bit more responsibility by the director. Where is he? Where's Ross Ehrenman? Did he even look for us? Where's Mildred? As have I you, said... Have you heard anything about Miss Mulder? Please, everyone, please, please. You have to come with me now quickly. I'm afraid that the director is stretched pretty thin at the moment, but I've had strict instructions to take you to him if you arrived. Your room might not be safe, she gestures to the door. It's better if Director Ehrenmann talks to you himself. All right, let's just go in that case. As he looks to her and she's like, so many people tried to grab us, put us in things and houses and places and treated us like we were villains or they wanted to kill us. And why would we even trust you? I don't even know what to do anymore. I just want to know what was Elman wants from us. Well, he can tell you that better himself. What if this is, this is a trap and you, you, you throw us in the shadow realm? Seriously? My nerves are at the edge, Jasper. We need to talk. Someone needs to be open to us. I feel like stuff is going on and no one tells us. We are like in trouble and trouble and there's death everywhere and shadow magic and I really need to know something. Sassly, take a deep breath. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it. (laughs) Great, guys. When I'm dead, you can just not count on me anymore. That's what I say. During this this whole outburst, Peggy Sheffin at first like rocks back in surprise, rocks back on her heels and then kind of relaxes a little bit and takes you in and listens to what you say and she nods a bit and she says I don't know half of what you're talking about and I maybe you don't want me to I I don't know it sounds like you've had a hard time since you left school and I believe it when Mildred and you three didn't return we were very concerned and then this attack on your uh homeroom I don't know Director Ehrenmann has kept most of us far away from it, but I trust him with my life and much more. And right now, Sassley, Jasper, Eric, you have to make the same choice. You can trust me, you can trust him, or you can main c- uh, run for it and try your luck elsewhere. But if you want to have a talk with Director Ehrenmann, he's waiting for you now. I think we all kind of lean together. Why, guys? I really understand what you're talking about, Cecily, but I think when, when I think about it, I do trust Mrs. Sheffin. I don't know how to feel about Ross Ehrenmann, I, but if it's Peggy I have to trust, I would say let's first stick with her and see where it goes. Cecily doesn't react at all. She just turns around, walks towards the office, and then she says, well, I hope he has something good to say. And then she walks towards his office. Uh, she is pretty tense today, isn't she? Peggy Sheffin just uh, pats you on the shoulder, Eric, and uh, you follow the other two towards Ross Ehrenmann's office. Before we actually leave that place, is yeah. it still possible for me to have a quick look at the door to investigate it? 
a bit closer. Yes, yes. Are you looking for something in particular? Kind of trying to understand what actually happened there, like what type of explosion do I can see? Was that trying to get inside or was something happening inside? Yeah, roll uh, an investigation check. With my bonuses, a 13. Okay, with a 13, you're not getting much more than what you originally saw, but I will explain it to you again so that you get maybe a better picture of it. Jasper, you, you stop to really look at this door before leaving, and you know it's a new door. You, re you know what your old door looked like. You see that the hinges are a slightly different color, and there's like three additional latch locks on the door now. It looks like the door has been reinforced, uh, and probably reinforced from the inside as well, you would guess. There are marks along the wall. They're not like black marks, like necessarily from fire but like gray streaks, like as if there was a, maybe not a fiery combustion, but certainly a combustion. Certainly there was a, a large explosion of force here. Um, as somebody forced their way, you would think magically <laughs> into your room. Thank you very much. And he turns around and follows them. So you stand in front of Ross Ehrenmann's room and Peggy makes her way to the front and uh, knocks with the knocker on the door. One, two times. There's a moment, a pause, and then you hear, Who is it? Peggy answers, Smooth like peppermint bark. Another pause. Enter. There was a, uh, a key phrase that they're using so that uh, they can verify they are who they are. After all, it's very easy to copy someone's voice. Harder to know a key phrase. Uh, Peggy leads the way, opens the door for the three of you. And as you enter, you see that the room is the same as ever. Elegant, perfectly upholstered, beautiful like carpentry that even climbs up halfway up the walls with these red, uh, green and blue designs representing the, the shields of Neudrachenberg. But you see that the room is in much bigger disarray than the times you have been here before. Everything's a little more scattered. You look at Ross and you see his face looks very haggard. He looks very tired. Before, you had noticed Mildred had mentioned like, oh, he's looking like he maybe he's not sleeping so well. Now he looks absolutely bent out of shape you see that he was it looked like he had been in the middle of writing some sort of official looking letter on the middle part of his desk but uh, as you walk in he's putting his pen down and he holds his arm out to his pan pipes which are on this large stand designed for them and he's holding his hand out to them and you see that they are filling up with magic and glowing as you enter and then uh, he makes a motion and this light from the pan pipes disappears apparates into the air it has been sent somewhere you do not get a sense of threat from that power it seems like a, a pure radiating power if anything it feels like a a comfortable natural familiar power to the three of you mm-hmm as you enter, you notice one more thing. I imagine that Sassley's eyes especially immediately fall on the pedestal of the foundation stone. The foundation stone. Where there is no foundation stone. No foundation stone. 
<laughs> the pedestal is there. The glass that was encasing it, everything is there. The foundation stone is gone. Do I feel anything with a touchstone? No, you don't feel anything with the touchstone. You see that Ross finishes this transfer of magical power, <sighs> takes a deep breath, and then holds up a smaller wand, which he probably usually puts in the pan pipes, but right now he has it out, and he just waves it once in a circle. You feel that a spell has been placed on the room, and he looks at you three and he says, silencing spell. No one can hear what goes on outside this room now. I hope that's okay with the three of you. Thank you for coming. I'm glad to see that the three of you made it back safely. It truly warms my heart. Did you have Mildred with you? If we had Mildred with us, well, we did have her with us. When we were, like, facing the Krampines, when we were fought with Einheitseren, she got captured when we were forced into the Shadow Realm, and when people attacked us in Jasper's home, and, 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 and when Menard tried to kill us. Also, where's the Foundation Stone, and what is going on here? I really do not know if we can trust you or not, but I'm not afraid to use my plus one if necessary. Seriously. Let's take it one question at a time. That's a pretty calm reaction for that outburst. Wow. <laughs> I might have some questions for you as well. Uh, he looks at Peggy Sheffin and looks back at you and says, I was afraid that Mildred Mulberry had been arrested by Monarch. After all, it seemed that you three and her had an altercation with them and they went after you. So I tried to contact them, of course, directly afterwards when you didn't return within a day. But Monarch has gone silent. Veiled references to missing agents. They say they're not sure who they can t trust. They confirmed that they have someone. We didn't know who. I'm guessing that they have Mildred Mulberry in custody. But as much as I ask, they refuse to say who they have captured, and they refuse to turn that person over. I've demanded to speak to a superior. And I, I tried to leave campus to go do it myself, to give the full weight of my position on them, but I, I can't leave the campus right now. Extremely frustrating. Someone has broken into your common room. You might have seen the old servants' quarters. One of our utility wizards, like a jander, noticed the door blown in and broken. Luckily, I was informed quickly and... He looks at the three of you with a knowing look. Saw what was in your room before it became public knowledge. Uh -huh. He looks at Peggy Sheffin. Peggy, you may return to your class now. I think the rest of this conversation we can have in private, if that's okay with you three. Sure. Tesley doesn't react. She just looks at him. She's still, she's so, like, she's shaking because she's so angry what happens to them and that no one would talk to her. But she also really seeks answers, and she thinks it's just fair if, she, if they can get all the informations. And after all they've been through, students that just got there and had simple purposes like flying and finding like, out about their past, and they've been almost killed. They've had to like, fight very dangerous people. 
and no one of the adults would really help. So she just looks into his eyes and she waits for him to continue talking. But Jasper sees that and he tries to comfort her and kind of hugs her in a way. A bit of protecting and calming her, making her feel a bit more comfortable. Uh, and then looking to Peggy, um, well, someone has to look out for Bumper. She laughs a little bit. Yes, of course. He's missed you three, I guess. Me too. Uh, I look forward to having you in my class whenever we can get it to happen next time. Okay. If anyone needs anything, you know where to find me. She addresses everybody in the room and then leaves through the door. Ross is now alone with the three of you and you see his shoulders relax a little bit. He uh, walks around his desk so that he's a little closer with you, a little more familiar. Okay, how do you want to do this? I will be honest. You might know about more of what's going on than me at this point from all of the jumble of words that I just heard. I only have vague recognition for some of the things that you're talking about. But if you've had altercations with Crampine, then I suspect the worst. So, if you want, I'll tell you what's on my mind first. And if you have more questions, you can ask me. And then I might ask some of my own. Sounds fair. Certainly not. Sounds like a fair deal, I think. All right. He awkwardly sits in that awkward horseway. Okay. <laughs> I had forgotten that there were supposedly secrets... In this room, I mean, of course, your home quarters. I assumed that was legend. I didn't even bother to look. What would I have wanted with it? I just want to run a successful school, protect the people here. But when you become headmaster here, you have to undergo some ceremony. And it's always said that the castle must be protected. And you are bound during the ceremony magically to protect and uphold the traditions of the castle to the best of your ability, which I have endeavored to do. Still, I didn't put too much credence or think it was much to worry about. Maybe if I'd had more time here, but... <laughs> when you live as long as a centaur, when headmasters of this school sometimes live to be 200 years old, your first 30 years, it's like a blink. Just trying to manage and contain all the wild magic of this place. And meanwhile, seeming to have it all under control. In any case. I only knew what the rumors in this room referred to very vaguely. Some ancient treasure? Certainly something to do with protecting the world against incursions from the Shadow Realm. That much is clear because these items were tied to the You Save Accords. The Accords in the castle were built in tandem, kind of around the same time period. So that much was clear. The rest I'm not entirely sure about. When I became director here, there was a ceremony in which I entered the Uobaum, as tradition demands. I was told that this entire castle exists to protect items of great importance, and they are key to stopping a Shadow Realm intrusion of vast significance. I was told by a powerful Bushma that Holda's blessing could be mine if I asked for it that was part of the key to a lock, and that I should be extremely careful if it was ever required. I 
didn't have much context for that, so I never followed up on it. Wasn't worried about it. Holda, I've heard the name before. Kind of a Christmas goddess or something. Anyways, supposedly a, uh, a good spirit. By the way, he's mentioned a powerful Bushma. Bushma is the creature that you encountered in the tree, in case that wasn't clear. That is an actual magical creature. You can research it later if you want, but it's called a Bushma. Which creature? The one at the top of the tree that spoke to you, that gave you Holda's blessing. Uh, I thought that was she. Mm-hmm. So she, she is Bushma. She is Bushma. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. He's referring to uh, Holda's blessing and it being part of a key. You guys know what that means already, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know what that meant, but seeing the inscriptions in your room, seeing this altar, and the impressions on the altar with my own eyes, I put together some facts very quickly. Someone is after what is in this castle. When the last headmaster died, I didn't realize I would inherit so many secrets. He stands back up with a bit of effort and walks back around the desk. He gestures to the empty pedestal. Someone has stolen the foundation stone. I've been distracted as of late. I have barely slept since the start of the school year, as I felt shadowy presences try to slip past the defenses of the castle. I still don't know how that was possible, how it's continuing to be possible. Something has tainted the power source of this magic and can, in a moment, weaken it. I've been able to stop any more physical outbreaks with my own magical powers, but it takes a lot of focus. You see, I can banish things, creatures, people, from the grounds of Neudrakenbeck, but it takes energy and focus from me to do it. I can only do it one creature or person at a time. So instead of a shield around the castle right now, all we have is me, one by one, banishing shadow creatures that slip past the defenses. There was a gaggle of Hengrey that came in earlier this week. I had to banish them one by one. Not that they pose a threat, but... Imagine if something more sinister saw that they were inside. We can't afford to show weakness right now. I've been staying up nights to trade my magic power and give it to the crystal. Crystal that supplies the power for the Foundation Stone. That same crystal supplies the power for the runic stones at the entrance to Neidrachenberg, which keep the castle invisible and unfindable for non-magical folks. That crystal is the source of all power here in Neudrachenberg, which protects this land, and I believe was given to us to protect whatever these items are that sleep here in this castle. Saturday morning, as I was preparing to go after Monarch myself, I made a foolish mistake. I stepped off of the Neudrachenberg grounds, and when I am not on these grounds, my powers diminish tremendously. The second my back was turned. The defenses dropped completely. The amount of magic needed to bypass these defenses, I don't want to think about it. With the stone missing, the foundation stone, I am the only thing left keeping this castle from falling to darkness. I have barely any magic left to spare. As you can see, I'm at my wit's end. Do you have nightmares? Nightmares. Are you haunted in your sleep? I've barely had a moment to sleep. 
So that's not the reason why. Got it. All right. No question. Well, the way you talked, it sounded like you you had something particular in mind when you talk about evil spirits trying to attack us. So do you think there's any actual threat towards the castle right now? Because, well, we experienced something. Well, I am not ignorant of the fact that there are magic doers in the world who do not have our best interests in heart. I don't know who these people are or what their aims are, but there are many such wizards in the world, unfortunately. I don't have a particular person in mind, but I am aware of dark presences, consciousnesses, it's hard to explain, that were trying to enter these grounds. That's why in the early weeks of the school year, I was already staying up nights to try to power the crystal to make the foundation stone even stronger, to keep out presences and mental attacks from the Shadow Realm. These boundaries only stop physical attacks, but not mental ones. So I was doing my best to keep those presences, but it is possible that when I grabbed a few hours of sleep, some were able to pass through. Is there something else that could help powering the crystal? I don't know of any magic that's more powerful than this crystal. I've never experienced anything with its capabilities. But you powered with your energy and did with your magic. The crystal and I are bound to each other because of a ritual that I did to protect this school. It lends me power so that I may do things like banish creatures and a number of other magical abilities. But I can take less of this power so that the crystal has more. So I'm returning what it gives to me so that it may be stronger in this time of weakness. Hey, Michael, now that I'm close with the purple crystal to that crystal, does it affect it? You are not close to that crystal. That crystal is not in the room. That's the one outside, isn't it? The crystal? You don't know where it is. You've never seen or found the crystal. One question I have, but that's that's the player asking. Yeah. I remember right that uh, Ross Ehrmann's bagpipes had an emerald connected to it. Wasn't that right? Just like your violin, there's an amber. Amber. Right. Okay. Where's that crystal, Mr. Ehrmann? Well, luckily the crystal is quite secure. I doubt anyone other than myself could reach it. It's very high up in the castle, and there's only one means of entry. Oh, you mean the Owlery? He looks at you sharply. Oh. Mm -hmm. No worries. We didn't see it, but we knew something's there. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's probably there, Jasper. Well, it's not my intention to hide from you where the crystal is. In fact, I want to take you there personally. But first, you'll have to do something. We need to hear. Your proposal first. <laughs> I don't know whether I, I fear or love that, says All business. <laughs> he, <laughs> he nods to you. Of course, Miss Nature Spring. <laughs> Ross begins to pace back and forth behind his desk. My final plan is to attempt to reinstate an age-old position that used to be 
the final barrier of this castle. I understand that ever since I got the final puzzle pieces in your room. The Bushma is in the Urbaum to protect Holder's blessing. This seed. It's the only item which I didn't know. Yeah. The headmaster. I just said, yeah, it might be something. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> she's like she's like however you can get that yeah <laughs> the headmaster is there to protect the foundation stone and I have failed that will be correct that leaves us with the third level of defense the crystal bearers to protect the crystal the crystal has been acting differently this year, not just in a bad way. For the first time in 100 years, even more, I feel that the crystal bearer positions may mean something. You see, each point that can be awarded, each step towards being a crystal bearer, is one small fragment of magic which builds up to a larger ritual, which enables a small group of first-year students to become protectors of the crystal. This should have been a position that has been happening over the centuries, non-stop in Neudrachenberg. But over a hundred years ago, it stopped functioning for some reason, fell into disuse. I can't explain why that is, although I have my theories. And he looks pointedly at Sassley. Go on. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's time to reinstate this final line of defense. I think that a crystal bearer group is necessary. And in the first year class, there are only three that I can think of who have proven themselves, seen as much, and who I trust as much as you three. Brock, Mallory. <laughs> as Brock, <laughs> Mallory, and Lucian of Wolfshield. So why aren't they available? <laughs> You will invite them to my room. I, I think then Cecily starts to like vent and like tears that room apart. <laughs> I believe that you three are the students for the job, which is why I am telling you this ahead of time. We will have a tournament to decide who shall become the crystal bearers. And you three must win. We must be of a united mind on this. No pressure. Sounds tempting to me. Gone. By forcing a tournament and a large amount of points awarded at once, we can conclude the ceremony quickly by the end of the week and have three new crystal bearers. After this year, we will continue this tradition. There should always be senior crystal bearers to educate the younger shield bearers on their responsibilities and powers. Unfortunately, there are no such for you three. You will have to dive in headfirst. That, Mr. Eroman, is our speciality. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at the others and she nods. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Eric leans just a tad bit to Jasper. I'm impressed how quick her tone changes again. I'm super afraid of her. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, Mr. Eroman. What do you think happens? Let's say we would get that crystal for the crystal bearer point, and... You will not get the crystal. You will be bound to its power. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what I meant. No one gets the crystal. No one wants the crystal. But let's just hypoth hypothetically think we have the, the crystal available. And also, how did you call it? Hold us something. I think blessing. He said blessing it was hold us blessing. Correct from that gratitude. From that watch tree. And then... Also, what was the third thing that we needed? What was it, Eric? What was it? The foundation stone. The foundation stone. And, and then we would have the, let's say, foundation stone. What would you think happen if we put that all on or in the altar? What would the outcome be? I believe that it unlocks the location of the item that this castle guards and has defended for possibly thousands of years. And I believe that somebody is trying to unlock that altar. They broke into your room, suspecting that something they wanted was there. Since you had already uncovered the altar, they saw what they needed. They immediately, somehow, bypassed my defenses and stole the foundation stone. Now they only need the other two items. So wouldn't it be better to not get the crystal then? I don't intend to give anyone so the no crystal. no one ever gets the crystal? Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. But would it be better to just be like, not even possible to get any crystal? To not win the yes. points? That's what I want to happen, Then exactly. we shouldn't do this tournament. No, no one is getting the crystal. The, no one, the, I know, I know, no one gets, no, no, no. No one no, is getting no, the crystal. No. The crystal no. will not move. No, no, no one No, Nothing crystal. is happening nothing with is the crystal. Happening to the crystal. When you three become crystal exactly. bears, you will become another we? line of defense protecting yes. the crystal. Yeah, Exactly. And we do oh have to, and we do, and I'm trying to, to help her out. Uh, and we do have to be bound to that crystal because we also want to protect that crystal, right, Mr. Ehrenmann? Yes, that's, that's the idea. But wouldn't it be better for us to know exactly where the crystal would be in order to be able to protect it effectively? Yeah, what he said. If you three win the tournament, and if you three become the crystal bearers, that is exactly what will happen. Oh, great. But if you three fail and you three don't become the crystal bearers, another three students will gain that power. Why did his tone change all of a sudden? Yeah, progressive. Asking a question. Progressive. I mean, then the other people should just take that responsibility. I don't care anyway <laughs> anymore. It's a treasure that's apparently super like, sensible. No one knows what it is. Why would we even like to open it? I mean, no one will open it because no one has any of these objects. You don't have the foundation stone. We don't know where the crystal is. And no one has anything from that tree. <laughs> I will not claim Holder's Blessing from the tree. Because I think it's far too dangerous to keep this item out in the open world. It's far better that the Bushma retains it. Right. It's wise. <laughs> and I guess they all nod. <laughs> and Jasper slightly looks towards Eric while nodding. <laughs> But if you three win this tournament, you will be allowed to enter the Urbaum. Speak to the Bushma yourself. She will offer you Holder's Blessing, but you must turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all, 
they all bite their teeth and they're still nodding. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Who would do it anyway? Yeah, it can happen. It can happen so fast anyway. Then you mix it up with the barley cell corn and then who knows what happens. You know what? You know. All the security measurements that we can have to protect whatever we have to protect. Let's make sure we ignore them already. But but no worries. I'm sure the Elder Bridge are doing fine in protecting the way towards the Urbaum. So Why do you three know so much about the Urbaum? Well, <laughs> Peggy likes to talk. <laughs> how, how is that tree called? I don't no, know. No, never mind. Never mind. I have a different question. You've asked me many <laughs> questions, and now I have a few. I feel like I don't know anything what to do with these answers, but I, I did. <laughs> I did answer like I'll ask one. What is the Einheitserin? And Cecily sits down and she's like, well... Eric will explain. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. How to better summarize that? Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, the Einheitserin is a group uh, that tries to reconnect the Shadow Realm to the Material Realm and put them both together. Yeah, because they think it's wrong. They also have animal parts on their bodies, and I find that so weird. No, no offense, because I think you <laughs> are perfect the way you are. But I think with you, it's more natural. Ses- with them, they do something. Sesley. I have low blood sugar, guys. He's, he's scribbling notes on a piece of paper, <laughs> and he's just been copying what you said. And then he looks at the last thing you said. He <laughs> looks up at Sesley, looks back down, scratches it out. <laughs> I'll do my own research, but that's who you believe is behind these attacks. Well, it's definitely Knecht Ruprecht. I mean, he's called Knecht. He's a very K-N-E-C-H-T. Yeah. I know how he's to spell Knecht like, Ruprecht. Do you know him? Every child in Germany knows Knecht Ruprecht. Oh, that's true. So, so you know the story about him and, and the Red Mage? No? <laughs> you know, we have been able to dance around the freak with the mages like, inside of the tree. And now that no? we were doing so fine, not telling anything. That's something not every child knows. Hmm? No? He drops his pen, walks back around to the front of the desk, gestures to the three chairs in front of his desk so that you all sit, sits directly in front of you, Sassley, and says, go on. And Cecily sweats and she looks to the right and to the left to the guys and she's like, oh, oh no, my ears, they get very hot. And then she's like, like opening and closing her eyes and she's like, I, and then she falls down and pretends to be knocked out. You hear a loud sound next to your ear. Pop! That pops you back up. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm good, everyone. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you see that he's twirling his, his wand in his hand. I don't think so. So let's cut it short. What things do you mention to him now from your journeys? Do you ex- So you've explained what the Einheitserin is. Do you tell him about Knecht Ruprecht and the battle with the Red Mage in the ancient past. I don't know, guys. That one I would like to. 
I personally. But I don't, I want I want the group to yeah I I th I think that's a good thing to mention to him. I mean, he obviously knows something about the red mage. I mean, his reaction was rather <laughs> obvious. He has some context for this. You know that he's been in the Urbaum where these plaques are with the battle of the red mage and the black mage. Yeah. So when you say it, he's like he wouldn't know the he wouldn't know that the black mage was connected to Ruprecht, but he would go I, I know what you're referencing. So he's like, for him, it's not that it's all new information. It's like you're filling in some blanks for him. And he's like, okay, that was Connect Ruprecht. Okay, Connect Ruprecht is the leader of the Einheit Saren, and that's who's attacking the castle. You guys have long ago made these connections, but for him, you're helping to connect. Yeah, well, I think we can easily can tell him everything about what happened in these mines in the laboratory. Um, but we shouldn't mention the thing with the Urbomb yet. I agreed. I Cersei is like turning around. She's like... Hold on a second. Have to catch my breath. And then she's taking the guys and she's like, I think he shouldn't know about Dante. And he shouldn't know about me trying to be his queen to fly. That is something no one needs to know. And then also we shouldn't tell him about the tree. And if he asks, we know about this because we heard it from the Einheitsjahren. Yes, Knecht told you. Knecht told me when I talked to him when he wanted to pull me in the shadow rock, yes. which is the truth. Kind of. Eric? Yeah, that's fine. I just have something else that I would want to know if we are going to tell it to him or not. You mean the thing with the ensemble? That is easy to question. Communicate, Eric, communicate. Okay, um, look, following. You see that his bagpipe has a stone like I have at my instrument. Uh -huh. It's easy to ask if he, where he got that thing from. And we can drop a keyword like that would make a fine ensemble or something like that. If he reacts to it, hey, he knows about it. If not, then he just has gotcha. the back pipe. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's confused yeah. me. But, but, <laughs> but, an, but another thing, should we tell him about where we think a certain someone got his magical powers from. What? Who? Oh. Certain someone. What magical powers? <laughs> 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 yeah, what special someone? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the conclusion, all the stuff that happened at Jasper's house, especially because his parents are involved, that are most likely non-magical and in danger of magical people. That was also my question. I think I have a good idea of what you share to him with the Shimmerheim stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you a few specific questions, but do you share about your adventure at Jasper's home? On the one hand, it would help us figuring it out, I think. But what I, uh, what I really want to talk about is Yuval Akhenai, because there must be a mole oh, in the castle. Oh, and she is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's also connected. Okay. So I want to talk about her. She's one of the Einheitsseren. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think we're, we're good, right? Yeah. Okay. We turn around. All right. So. Yes. We know all of that because of the Einheitsseren. They talked about it. Incredible. I can't believe what you three have endured in the past weekend. Oh, I can't believe that. It's been a journey, I tell you. You haven't even told him about Jasper's <laughs> home yet. You've only told him about Shimmerheim. Uh, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. They wanted to they, they wanted to bring me into the Shadow Realm and they wanted this Knecht guy really like he has an evil plan. I also think that's where Flip is. Or maybe not. I don't know about that. But also, um, 
we've been to Jasper's house and his mother and his father, they are non-magical, can you believe? They're not magical. Yes, I knew that. And then we got attacked. And now they're like, by aunt, no worries, that Aunt Sabina's at Uzadom. They're like taking care of her. She's actually sick, so they try to look after her. And they are like um. broke into the house, the Einatzeren, and we fought them. We did the Lichtesbichtes and we did a Zauberschlag. We actually didn't do a Lichtesbichtes, but we did a lot of stuff. I woke up by myself and then I, I, I attacked that ladybug and then there was another one and then there was Yuval Arkenal. She really tried to kill Jack. His head snaps towards you. What what name did you just say? Ladybug. Did you say Yuval Arkenal? Yes, Yuval Arkenal. She's the worst of them all. She snuck in the evening in their house and then she put the wand on Jasper's throat. And just because we woke up and, and rescued him, he didn't die. Yeah, he could have died. He's like, stopped listening to you. He's walking away from you for a second. Impossible. No. He turns abruptly back to you. <laughs> Impossible. We saw her. Yuval Arkenal is dead. Ah. Sasley's mouth dropped open. But she wasn't at the time. Well, then all I can say, what's left <laughs> is the ember stone in your instrument makes a good ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at the guys. I think I said everything. <laughs> I'm finding a note here. You're, you're throwing a lot of stuff at Ross very fast. What did he expect? <laughs> We are kids. Confused. <laughs> he wanted the information. He got the information. So Ross hears you, hears this comment about the Amber Stone, makes a good ensemble, and he says, uh, hold on. <laughs> and, then, and then for the first time, he kind of like chuckles. <laughs> okay. It seems I've been discovered. I'm glad that my agent found you in Shimmerheim. I trust that Indy did a good job in taking care of you. They are marvelous. Good. They are one of my most trusted associates and uh, really just talented, talented person, you know? In any case, I'm glad that you've come in contact with the ensemble. Eric, you and I will have more to speak on this soon, I'm sure. I think so as well. They might give a concert together. <laughs> but by now you've guessed that the same person who made your violin made my panpipes. Yep. Kinda had the feeling. Even though I wonder I never saw him make bagpipes. But they're not bagpipes, hey. they're panpipes. They're like reed they're like reeds. Panpipes. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. No, the panpipes he didn't make himself, but the enchantments, the amber, these were his doing. Hmm. Takes a short look to his violin. Nuts. Ross seems to have cooled off with this talk of the ensemble. That seems like something that he's proud of that brings him a sense of peace. He says, Okay, Yuval Arkanal, I don't know who you met, but that can't be her. She's from a village that some call the nameless city, but was also called Nuswald long ago. That city was destroyed. There was only one survivor. And that was not Yuval Arkenal. Georg. He looks at Jasper and nods. That's right. Mm. Never trusted that guy. Never trusted him. The death of Georg's sister followed him around his entire life. He was brought to live in my village when we were kids. We grew up together there. 
and it was my great honor and pleasure to be able to hire Georg Arkanal as one of our professors. I just wrote down, grew up with Dumbledore. <laughs> so like, no, grew up with Ross Ehrenman. Sorry. We don't have the name rights. Yeah, we don't have those rights. And we don't want them. <laughs> Georg Arkanal is a good man. And what befell the city of Nusswald is a tragedy. Um, from what it sounds like, it doesn't sound too nice, but what exactly happened there? Well, with only one survivor, and that survivor being a child at the time who escaped merely with luck, I can only say the reason why Georg was sent to live with us was so that we could do something as a community to repay our sins for all of the good that the centaurs have done. It doesn't mean that there aren't bad eggs. There was a centaur that we called the Betrayer. Mm-hmm. And this centaur fell in with some shadow mages, betrayed the city. The city was overrun. This was a number of years ago. It was a wild hunt season, the last truly devastating wild hunt in living memory. Unfortunately, Nusvad was the target, and that centaur was allowed to lead the wild hunt. I hope it was worth it for them. I don't know much about that centaur, or who they were, what happened there. I was also very young at this time for a centaur. Okay, heck. But it was a tragedy, and that city does not exist anymore. Just some old ramshackle buildings in the woods now. And when someone speaks of the nameless city, that's the tragedy that they refer to. You guys think of these wooden animals that both Georg Arkanal and Ross Ehrenmann have, the mouse and the eagle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And before you thought of some conspiracy, now you think, oh, relics from a childhood shared together. Um, I just remember something else. <laughs> there was a centaur with the Einheit Saren, wasn't it? Yeah, what, what is his name? Ma Manticore? I mean, he just said that Ross Ehrenmann doesn't mm -hmm. know anything about this particular centaur, but I think it could be him. Yeah, yeah. The centaur with the scorpion tail. Hmm? Yes. Ross shrugs a little bit. You've seen more than I have, at least from this angle. It's quite unbelievable. So, Jasper, <sighs> your parents know of the magical world now. Well... I'm glad. Well, okay, yeah, they do. <laughs> well, <coughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> it would be a shame if your parents were robbed of seeing the wizard that you're sure to grow into. That's what we thought. Not just a fine wizard, but a fine man. And I don't want any of you to be robbed of the ability of your families to grow up seeing you. Yeah, sometimes it can be nice to have a little distance, but yeah, I get it. He looks at you, Eric, when he says that. <clears throat> I look at Eric too. I look somewhere else. Sassy <laughs> <laughs> looks at her feet. <laughs> Man, that dirty from the walking. <laughs> uh, yeah, that could prove a bit difficult. I have a question. Are there people out there who can, like, shapeshift? Shapeshift? Well, illusion magic is what it is. Oh, it is illusion magic. 
So someone is trying to pretend to be Yuval Arkanal and someone is trying to pretend to be a flip. Flip. Yeah, I know. You might not remember him, but he 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 got lost here in the castle. Oh, <laughs> you better start making notes again. He puts a hand out to silence you. I remember, Flip. You might be right. Perhaps it was a ruse. The councilwoman from the Yusave Council. Karenga. They may be slow and bureaucratic, but they're not bad people. I prefer my position here. I have more on-the-ground support that I can offer to a situation like this. But, yes, they shared with me their findings, the inconsistencies. I agree with you. I think someone was impersonating Flip. The question is, we do think it's the guy from the Dunking Donuts. But the question is, where is Flip? Did they kill him before they took over his personality? That remains to be seen. His remains to be seen. His remains. <laughs> no, not seen. his remains. But we have to wait and see. I mean, we have to wait and see. I know. That's why our upcoming mission is of the utmost importance. I need freedom to do more magic and investigate things on my own. And you all could also use a boost in magic. You've made yourselves targets in whatever this all is. So, and by you protecting the crystal and the crystal lending you its power, you also gain the power to protect yourselves even better. And he's nodding to himself like, yes, this is definitely the right path. This is making sense. Okay, we've spoken enough for now. I have to get back to gestures around the office, which is a mess. This tired, powerful, but, but drained centaur. Take the rest of the day off. It's Peggy Sheffin's class anyway that you have for your period, so she knows where you are. You won't be in trouble. I'll announce the tournament tomorrow morning at the assembly. He straightens up and regains some composure. Some of the old Ross Aaronman coming back. A little bit of that director distance coming back in. The tournament will start later this week. Prepare yourselves for anything. Each professor will create one test. That means a total of five tests, so I can't be in complete control. When my test comes, I'll do my best to set you up for success. And don't throw your name in the goblet of fire. <laughs> just joking, just joking, everyone. Again, no rights, sorry. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> no, you have no idea. Mr. Ehrenman? Yep. <laughs> yes. But where do we sleep? I've reinforced your room. You will stay there. You put us back in that room. And we'll be... <laughs> I'm sorry, this, this headmaster just drives me crazy. Well, I guess we're going to that dangerous place where everyone wants to be and where like a huge treasure is. No worries. Also, there's like something that haunts us and haunts us at night. But you know, no worries. We we stay calm. <laughs> Love that headmaster. No one will be getting into the newly fortified door that we've installed there. But I also won't leave you alone. He's also sleeping there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Any other questions? No. I'm hungry. Then, let the tournament of the shield bearers begin. JK, we each magic Start running, each coming, open the door. JK, we roll in our cannon.
Magician Master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Our theme song is by Aaron Richards, with additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genie. Well, folks, here we are in the heart of the castle, and our our heroes have kind of finally been able to have an honest talk with Ross Ehrenmann himself. But what is next to unfold? There is a tournament, there are secrets, and there's still much trouble running amok here at the school beyond this conversation that our heroes have had with Ross. What of the undercover Einheitserin on the school grounds? What's become of Mildred? Will Monarch return? So many questions to think about until our next episode drops in two weeks time. And until then, well, what you can do First of all, let me just say that we are so happy that you are already here listening. That is just the best gift of all. Uh, It doesn't make sense to record these things and edit them and make them pretty unless you're here. So thank you. Other than that, you can always follow us on our social medias. That's jk.weird.rolling on Instagram or jk.weird.rolling on Facebook. You can find us on patreon.com slash jkweirrolling if you want to support the show and maybe get a few little extras here and there, some images, some maps. The last thing that we released on there was the art for the ensemble, what their uh, insignia looks like. Yeah, more cool things to come. But thank you for your continued support. We're just so grateful that you all are here and we appreciate you very, very much. Uh, Don't miss our sister podcast, Horizons Point, allegedly a D&D podcast doing all the cool things with their mini-series, The Defectors, right now. Uh, You don't want to miss that. That's some cool stuff. Some highly intense one-on-one player game master action. Did you know that we actually have a website as well? Uh, You can find our website at jkwerolling.captivate.fm. It's got all of our links. You can just find everything that I just said before this. You can just find that also there. Uh, (laughs) All of our socials, information about us, all of our episodes, ways to share them. It's got cool features. Uh, Check that out if you want. And that's it for now. So until next time, remember to keep your head, brain sharp and your wand at the ready. Hold on. Are you asking everyone the same question? No, if you'd listen to the explanation. (laughs) That's good, because otherwise the others could practice. I would find that very unfair. (laughs) Is there a right or wrong question? Yes. What do I gain from it afterwards? Does it make me fly? My affection. No. (laughs) Can I also reject? In your mind. (laughs) Can I say no comment? Yes. (laughs) All right. No comment. Next. They'll get harder as we go along. They're going to get, I feel like the later it is, the like. Who was the president in (laughs) 18? Hold on, hold on. My ears, they're hot, they're hot. I should be sad. How many, how many questions are there? I'm super nervous.